Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Good afternoon, school fans. It's four o'clock. The bell has rung, so put away your Meccano model of brum and come join us. Thanks. In After School Culture Club, who do we have in the club today? Would you like to go first, Lee? Uh, Okay, I'm Lee. My name's Lee. (laughs) What else do you want to know about me? You look like a young Richard Gere. Oh, thanks. And I purposely spoiled the surprise by saying his name. It's Eleanor. You look like a young Justin Bieber. Yeah, or Boris Johnson. Audience, I'd just like to let you know that uh, any uh, competitivity that you detect between me and Lee is in fact only banter. And I brought him some peacemaking donuts. <laughs> We're both equally mm. welcome co co guests. Hashtag bants. Is that Don't close enough? Don't do that ever again. So I am overexcited because I have wanted to do this episode since this podcast started and I have been trying to get these two people in the same room at the same time it's not happening until now busy people busy people because today's essay set by our teacher there he is oh hello sir I'm getting better at this he's looking great isn't he yeah love the new suit how's the missus we (laughs) (laughs) um he has set us the Greatest Showman, Biography of a Megalomaniac or Celebration of Individuality. And the reason I'm most excited is because Eleanor and I are pretty obsessed with this film. I've seen it 11 times. Eleanor's seen it... Uh, I, four? Four times. But Lee had never seen it until this week and we made him watch it. And I'm very excited Could to get I, his instant reaction. Can I tell the listeners uh, the story behind my first viewing? Oh, yes, please do. Settle down, everybody. Okay, so basically, I quite enjoy uh, not engaging with stuff on purpose so that I can remain uh, intellectually superior and snobby. And I.e. you're a hipster. So I was like, don't care about Greatest Showman. It's for stupid people, not interested. And Lizzie begged and pleaded and begged and pleaded. And it came out, it must have been maybe six months after it came out. It was still on in cinema. Yeah, it came out in December. And we went to see it in like May. Yeah. Or something. Anyway, so we we tracked down that there was like, it was going to be on some Odeon in Soho. We went in. There was barely anyone in the screening room. Lizzie's like, I'm so excited that we're going to watch this together. We walk in. There's hardly anyone there. 
Lizzie's like, how many times has everyone seen it? <laughs> and the random people in the room, like, some of them are like, oh my God, what the hell's going on? Other 14 like, yeah. times! Yeah. Other people are like, 40 times. And Lizzie's like, isn't it a shame this isn't a sing-along? And I was like, dear God. And random people were like, sing-along, sing-along! And like, other people were like, no, no. <laughs> so I sat terrified at the back of the cinema, holding Lizzie's hand, because she insisted. <laughs> I didn't sing until we got out of the cinema. Well, no, we got into the and then we and then we ran down Bond Street singing holding hands it was so great um, so Lee I know you hadn't seen it until Tuesday I'm not going to ask your opinion just yet because I really want to get your instant reaction in one go so first this movie how much do you think it has on Rotten Tomatoes wait from the critics no well no Rotten Tomatoes the overall tomato uh, like how 79% can, how, can you, how can you be part of a film podcast and not know what Rotten Tomatoes is <laughs> no 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 as in because on Rotten fight, Tomatoes fight. you have the audience score and <laughs> what the I said about score, the banter it's not true <laughs> the audience yeah. score will be like 90 something the critics score no, will be like no, 46 the overall, it's, no, but it's overall, so divisive so I um, I was like so I downloaded it on uh, iTunes movies or whatever and like watched it on my phone and paid like five for it just now and the reviews underneath were like either it's either five stars or it's one or zero like it really polarizes the audience i'm gonna say the score's like 65 no way so lee you think it's high you think 79, 79 and so. you think 65 yeah guys it has 56 percent. 56 one nil to eleanor but, but so this is, this is f- not a competition <laughs> Well, maybe kind it is, of is, and she's is, winning. But the fascinating story of The Greatest Showman is: so The Greatest Showman came out. There was lots of hoopla around it. It's got big Hollywood stars in big production, um, and uh, the critics panned it. Even our mine and Eleanor's god, not so much yours, Lee, but Mark Commode I gave like it. Him. I like okay, him. Okay, fine. Yeah, but he's not your god. No, like he I, is I was obsessed with him when I was younger. Oh, I think. Really? oh he's past. I've gone over Mark it now. Commode. I think I've gone over he's it. He's so hipster. Maybe about one day Commode. we'll get mature enough. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe one day. Graduate past Mark. So Commode. the critics pretty much panned it, and then it just crept up and it hung around the top of the box office for months and months and months. Weird people were just still going like to us. see it in June. Yeah, repeat. And now it has been become one of the best-selling films of all time, one of the best-selling uh, best soundtracks of all time, and it is lodged in my brain and part of my DNA now. Really? To the point where I can't... I don't even want to talk about it. I don't have to talk about it as a podcast. So, here's the moment I've been waiting for. So, Lee, I have not spoken to you about this, nor has Eleanor. No. We this have is the first months... time me and Lee met. This is just to... Okay, Clarify. but but I haven't even. I said well, you don't even. Fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Most people have that kind of experience, with Eleanor. Um, I didn't want to ask you. So, Lee, your instant reaction when you saw The Greatest Showman was? Well, let me start with a bit of context. Oh, God. so I I am a massive musicals fan. Like I've I've got heritage of musicals within my family. Right, my I parents feel forced forced Sound of Music, Grease, you know, West Side Story, all that on me. So. I should love this film. And I actually do quite like it. Yeah! <laughs> this is the greatest show! Oh, shut I up. Didn't even <laughs> I find you. Yes! Wait, 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 wait. There's more to it, though. I like No, this no. is made by Dennis. I, I really <laughs> thought you were going to be like, why did you do this? No, look. Can, can I do a plot twist? Go on. I obviously love it. However, maybe because I was like There's in a so bit. So many of a, however's for this film, but yeah, go on, carry on. We need to get to the That's the thing is that my unadulated praise 
is actually there. Are, I've I've become more aware of the problems with mm. it yeah. the more times I've watched. Mm. Fine. So I can't wait to get into the yeah. problems. Okay. 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 Fine. But Lee, so <laughs> you just said to us, what was it before we just sang? What did you say? I, you, said I quite liked it. You quite liked yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Expand. So the story is a bit of nonsense. Like it's kind of based on a vague truth and doesn't really explore the actual like important issues that it could exploit if it was a half-decent yeah. musical. Lizzie, do you That's know how one. much truth is in it? Like, did they really meet Queen Victoria? No. I think they actually, <laughs> no, I think they did. I don't know if it's Queen Victoria, but they definitely went to England to meet royalty and stuff. Okay, so... And then, yeah, yeah. but... Okay, so uh, my main issue with it is it's it's just, like, a very standard, like, bog-standard, basic musical in met so many ways. So, like, from the plot being, like, oh, he's, like, in a vulnerable situation, he, he rises to the top, he goes a bit too far, he like, forgets his roots and where he came from, the people you're who helps him get there. Explaining. He loses everything, but then, like, oh, he comes back at the end to redeem himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All standard yeah, yeah, musical yeah. stuff, but, like, nothing nothing but, new. But... The songs are, like, weirdly, like, oh, no, mid-2000s. The they've got this kind of... Ex- Factor finalist vibe. Say what you like about wait, the wait, plot. No, no, wait, wait. But, but the song. No, so no, the, the songs are like half of them sound like they could be sung by Leona Lewis or like a band that Louis and Walsh has put together of like the rejects of X Factor. However, they are really catchy. Oh and my like, God, it I've been walking down you? the street yes! on the way to work listening to them to remind myself of them and like smiling there's uncontrollably. Song, there's a song for every and I'm emotion. Like, I, I don't really get it why it's having that weird effect Isn't on me. They're like, like so, like, they give yes. you that energy and that buzz, but okay. they're actually really average. You're. Like the issue is they're so not unique. Like they don't feel fresh at all. They feel like they were all written in like the mid two thousands. They feel dated. They yeah. don't. They don't fit the the time of the film at oh, all. Absolutely not. Which pisses me off a lot. Like there's moments where you're like, okay, I'm quite getting into this, and then they break out into this like hip hop dancing off like Britain's Got Talent, and you're like, there's no hip hop music. There. I wish there it was. Kind of a rap is. Segment. It kind of is. Some of the some of the bits are very Whoa. like. Oh, it, it just. It this doesn't work, but it does. But it does work because I, I, I was loving it the whole way through. I was having a lot of fun with it. I know what you're saying because on the face of it, the story, the problems with the story, Hugh Jackman, the like, of it's songs. literally like but, Hugh Jackman is musical on a, in a film 101. Like, it's so basic. I think you hit the nail on the head because the sign of a great film is that it stays with you for a long, long time. And you left and you're walking down the street and you're still singing the songs. You'd seen it once and you suddenly had all the songs in your head and we were going mental for them. Like, voicing each other, videoing each other. I can't help but smile when I think about the, any of the songs, any of the moments. It's just infectious. But, yeah. Yeah, we won't do that all the time. Can I just say my favourite hand sound is the other side because um, down to something which I have I have now called the Zephronescence. Zephron's always I, been alright. One no, of my no, no. Renaissance. He went no. He's not ever been bad. He's okay, been fine. Okay, hang on, back up here. I was obsessed with the High School Musical films, oh, right? I never. But Zac Efron was a 15-year-old boy, right? Fine. Suddenly he comes back in The Greatest Showman with all the manliness and the muscles and the sideburns. He's been henched for ages. He's been henched for a good few years. Not, he has, he I has. Also, just been out there. watching musicals. Controversial opinion. When I watched him in it, I was like, Channing Tatum would be 10 times better no, than this you are, you are right. <laughs> when they do that bar scene, I'm like, Chan- I'm, all I can think of was Channing Tatum in... Uh, Hail Caesar, the Coen Brothers film, yeah, he when he's like the sailor. Okay, so I don't. Chinatown one of my notes like was that I had to bring up how 
lusty Lizzie is for Zac Efron. <laughs> so, um, I was going to say, I was gonna say can you tone it down because my boyfriend will be listening but he hasn't listened to my podcast. Yeah, so go for it. yeah we can say we one of our besties. <laughs> I'm not a massive Zac Efron fan. Regular listeners to this podcast will may have the impression that I'm like so when I've listened to them back literally all I ever talk about is who I fancy in the thing and I'm not actually it's very superficial a very I'm not a very lusty person in general and in this film I don't fancy anyone but I don't understand how Lizzie can fancy Zac Efron because and I wish this was a video thing podcast a vodcast a vodcast because of the way he like flicks his little wrists and like dances around on his knees and like does all this like awful hyper musically so, dancing so interestingly like, for me it's the biggest turn off I hate it so I've seen this film 11 times but whenever I'm on a flight now and if it's on I will fast forward to my two favourite moments just watch them like a teenager re-watching Take That doing a certain dance move one is when Zach and Hugh do the other side and like Zach's all like manic but that they have like that. 50 shots between the them ab- yeah. the absolute the best moment film. no the best moment is when at the end um, when they reprise reprise or reprise 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 the, the greatest show and um, Hugh figuratively literally hands over the hat to Zach mm. and Zach comes in on his knees and I am just like no, that bit for me is like a bit cringe the, the, bo- the most that bit for me was the uh, the moment that I realised how how awful and effeminate the whole Zac Efron dancing performance was. Like, I'd been feeling it before, but it really crystallised it also, for me at the end. In general, like, I don't really get his character and the purpose of him. Like, why is he getting involved? Well, because, he's got, like, a great career. Like, I don't buy on, the whole storyline of him, like, buying into career. it. Yeah, he has. No. And he doesn't even do anything when he gets involved, really. Oh. He just tries it on with the really, really good-looking What's one. What's your act? Everybody's got an act. <laughs> She's gorgeous. Yeah. She, she is, is a joke. Gorgeous. That when they do rewrite the stars. Why don't we rewrite? Not a great song. The stars. Not a great song. Oh, I like that song. No, I think it's one of the worst. The choreography in it's amazing with yeah. the ropes and stuff and the the rings. I think I mean not to um talk down to you, but I think that <laughs> If you uh, wait maybe a couple of weeks, it'll grow on you. Oh, yeah, I yeah, felt yeah, the yeah, same yeah. way, and now it's one of my favourites. That sequence, though, with the, all of it, the whole choreography That's is phenomenal. It's not impossible. It's not impossible. impossible. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. 
So my biggest problems with it was like, actually, Mark Mode's original criticism of it was like, oh, they don't really talk about like all the problems with P.T. Barnum and him being exploitative. Whereas my problem is that they sort of do and that he does... They don't paint him as, like, a really nice person, but he just gets away with it. Yeah. Like, he locks them out of the party and is like, go away, freaks. And then in the end, they're just like, oh, Barnum. Exactly, yeah. They don't ever, like, go, no, mate. (laughs) You've been an absolute dick to us. So this is really good because this gets to the crux of our essay. And thank you for bringing it up, Eleanor. Thank you. On the one hand, you could read him as a complete megalomaniac, a complete, um, you know, he's just there for his own personal gain. So he he gets these freaks and inverted commas together. um, And as you say, he completely then turns his back on them once he's got a shiny new toy in Rebecca Ferguson. I've forgotten her character. What's she called? Um, Jenny Lund. Jenny Lund. Jennifer Lund, Lund, yeah. yeah. Um, Swedish nightingale. But then the thing that I wrestle with on a nightly basis when I think about this one every night when I get into bed. (laughs) Rolling around at night whilst Adam's trying to sleep. (laughs) But also, if it wasn't for him, then these um, otherwise otherwise unheard or unseen people would not have had a stage. Okay, but I think he shows his true colours in his handling of the little dwarf boy. So when are we okay with that term? Is dwarf? That fine? Yeah, dwarf That's is fine. The, dwarf, okay, dwarf yeah. is the politically correct. Right, okay. Yeah, don't so, worry, Ellen, we won't cut this one out <laughs> compared to the yeah. ten others that you won't be hearing today. <laughs> um, the he goes to that guy's house and he's like, I, "I've got a proposition for you." And the this kid whose name's Robert is like, "I'm not interested. People will laugh at me." And P. T. Barnum's like, "Oh well, they're laughing anyway, kid. You might as well get paid." <laughs> and then and then that kid obviously is like, "That's so fucking offensive." Storms off. <laughs> and then there's like inspirational. The camera like zooms yeah. into P. T. Barnum's face. Speaking and he through says, the door. He says, "I've got a vision. I see a soldier, a general, and people will come, and they won't laugh. They'll salute." And it's just so and disingenuous. That was moving. He just—it's completely true. But isn't that why people go on Celebrity Big Brother? Like everyone knows you're going to end up being ridiculed, but you can't help but want to have that little taste of fame. But the, but the only credit the point is the, that the the film shows P.T. Barnum's true agenda, yeah. and that he's he's saying all this like sort of hyperbole about respect, and mm. he's just saying that to get more people mm. into his show to make money for yeah. himself. But then the show, even though they 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 show all this in the film, it's packaged as like a celebration of humanity mm. and difference. It's absolutely not that. It literally couldn't be further from that. And also, the only positive you can say about him is that he isn't like, oh, these guys are freaks. I'm going to take advantage of them. He's just like he sees. He's like a, he's like he's an like, entrepreneur. Other people think they're freaks. Yeah, he's like I spot an opportunity. I've got no issue with them, but a lot of people do. So if I put them all together, we'll have a winning formula. But do you not think the whole narrative is P.T. Barnum, we meet him and then we watch his business endeavours and yes, he exploits them for gain. But then the whole denouement, very fond of that word on this podcast, is that actually... Um, Wait, did, good, you, did you live in Paris? <laughs> um, but actually, the whole point is that love wins out because he loses everything, gets burnt to the ground, but actually these people choose to stay together. Okay, but... Why? Because he because they ex- discovered that they had a platform. But he they ex- could be who they are. They are. They are free. They are who they want to be. If you'll let me finish my point. Also, he's singing. He runs away from his wife and family to go and flirt yeah. with Jenny Lynn. Yeah, I don't like that. And then he's like, "Oh, but I'm not actually going to yeah. cheat on them." Who? He, he di- yeah, and also he ditches the- them. Then his wife sees him snogging Jenny Lind, and like it was all a no, setup. No, 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 no. It was he all a setup. Her, I know, she snogged him. I know, but that's but 
there's no explanation. He put of that. himself in that position to be potentially in a that sort of scenario with her, and also it's fucking Michelle Williams. Like you don't do that to Michelle Williams. She's an absolute goddess. She's a national treasure, and she's, she's not even English. She's unbelievable. I mean, she's attractive, but I'm, I mean, no, generally person, she's like an yeah. acting goddess. She's I mean, she's Dawson's Creek uh, role. Yeah, so. she kills every role she's in. You can't do that to her. So, oh, sorry, she can just I forgives just... him for no reason. Can I also? Yeah, she's, she's treated like. Uh, very poorly uh, from like a writing perspective in my opinion she's so irrelevant in it she, she's just she's at his beck and call throughout she's always by his side Some she's like long for a life that is an yeah she just gets ditched basically yeah. and then at the end they're just like this is the game and she's forgiven yeah. them she's yeah. like oh okay and then the kids again. as well I, yeah. I actually feel I'm most sorry so for cute. the second kid who has to be the tree <laughs> the at the tree. end she's like the sideshow like, no one gives a shit about her they all care about the ballet one and it's just it's like even at the end she's like oh, look I'm a tree yeah. like, well I want to marry Santa Claus yeah. oh god <laughs> no, doesn't even there's, exist there's a, there's a sequence when he's going off with Jenny Lind and they're in the taxi not taxi whatever horse drawn carriage together they're in their Uber <laughs> sorry driving Lee's, down the Lee's ro- opening a beer in the background um, they're they're in the taxi horse drawn carriage horse drawn carriage Elephant drawn carriage. Oh, Carrot. don't get me started on the CGI <laughs> elephants. Do not start. Oh God. They're they're pulling away, and he doesn't even look back. And his children are chasing him down the road, going, "Daddy, don't go!" And he's like, "Bye." And he's like, Fuck <laughs> this! I'm off to England. <laughs> Meet the Queen. My other major problem is they talk about Jenny Lynn being an opera singer, but she's not an opera singer. She just sings, as you say, an X Factor reject. Exactly. One. That's never what enough, I have an issue with. Never, never. Like in a proper in a never proper never proper musical, enough. it would have been some unbelievable opera. Or, or, or but maybe spotlights. everyone was expecting opera and they were like, what is this music from 100 years <laughs> in the future? Yeah. <laughs> I like that scene of like, the Future. Johnny B. Good, I You gotta hear this great new sound. Um, okay. Sorry. Karam? That's okay. I don't sing. You sing. Have you ever su- you sing for us? Go on. Right. No, you know I sing. Sing. Sing something. No, I'm not singing. I don't know the lyrics well enough. Lee and I, I once performed a duet which was Two Become One by the Spice Girls. We did. It was magical. Candlelight and soul forever. forever. A dream of you and me together. See you believe it. I can stop, stop, stop. Did it dance. Was it a work karaoke night? Basically. It was, it was a work, work performance. Christmas yeah. Yeah. So it so sorry, so no one else was singing, it was just the Christmas... Just us two on stage. Ah. She hosted it, so she got to decide what everyone did, and she decided that we would do that. I'll find like, the video. Young Richard Gere, come to the stage. <laughs> Had you even spoken before this happened? Was that how you met? Basically, yeah. Lee, what else you got to say about the essay title? Because um, this celebration of individuality we haven't talked about, right? So he, so I have a bit of a problem with how does he suddenly find at a click of a fingers all these alternative people? He doesn't, uh, but it's not a celebration of individuality. He's not celebrating anything. He's completely but he's putting them on the stage. He's completely and, using them. You think he's exploiting them? Yeah, because he would have stuck by them and Wax he would have gone. He would have re- gone to England. And he would have put them in front of centre. Be like, these people aren't for hiding. These people are uh, special people, important. They, the world needs to see them and see how diverse and unique they As are. As someone that's he only never seen the film that. twice at uh, once. Mm. Uh, Lee's, I think, getting his chronology wrong. It's oh. not in. It's not in England where he hides them away. It's after Jenny Lind's performance. There's in, this like yeah. this Jenny Lind meet and greet. But even and that's when he like has all the beef with uh, Michelle Williams's mar- charity. That's her name. Charity. Charity's mum and dad. Mm. Um, and then They're they horrendous. get kicked out. And then all of the performers um, are like, let us in. And he's like, no, go away. It slams the door. And that's when they sing, "This is me." Mm. 
and they come out doing their hip-hop dancing like from Britain's Got Talent. Another round of bullets. You're a big fan of Britain's Got Talent, Lee? No, that's, that's why I didn't <laughs> no, like those parts. He's thinking about the only good actor ever come out of that, which is diversity. I got really drunk last night and I sent a DM to Anthony Joshua. <laughs> Wait, this is so off topic, but tell, tell all. Come on. I just said I love you. <laughs> he hasn't read it yet. Wait, do you so you follow each other it's to the point where you're no. at, oh, we no. don't we don't No talk. no on Instagram you can DM any celebrity uh, you want. Okay. I do it all the time when I'm drunk. Recently I have DM'd Busy Phillips. Um Justin Theroux was in London last weekend and I was like, Welcome. <laughs> Can we talk about the CGI oh. elephants and lions? Fine, fine. fine. Stop Because basically, the last ten minutes of the film, they clearly ran out of budget, <laughs> and like, and like, the, so they look ridiculous. Is the elephant not cold? The elephants look like it's they were made the on Sahara, and then they're walking around in the snow. <laughs> yeah. I don't know much about elephants, but surely you'd have to give it like a coat or a jacket. It's because they were computerized on like Microsoft 3D. That doesn't or something. mean it doesn't feel the cold. And then he just walks it to the bloody recital and just leaves it outside. <laughs> Like casually, no, but, but the ending message of the film is quite nice. But hang on, on the elephant point though, okay. if your dad ran off with another woman and completely abandoned the family, and then just comes back in riding a massive elephant as if everything's forgiven, would you forgive him? I'd be like, "Where the hell did you get that elephant?" And then I'd be like, "We need to talk." <laughs> Sorry, Lee, you about to say? No, I was just gonna say I liked I liked the end message of the film. That's like what, the one is? positive thing, which is, which is like which is like the greatest <laughs> show. The greatest dancing. show isn't like the money you make and the kind of performance you put on for the masses. It's watching your daughter in a recital and seeing the look on oh. her face when she sees you in the crowd. I never. You didn't pick up on that. Because no. he's like, because like it's like the think, final strains of yeah. the song where he's like, yes. it's like this is the greatest show, and then it's like oh. he, and then he says something whoa, like whoa, whoa, one, whoa. he, he Wait, talks. I didn't, I didn't pick up. He ah! like talks one of the lines that, or like the the sound of like the kind of it's everything this, you ever yeah, want. Yeah, 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 it's everything it's you ever want. And he's like looking need, at his daughter, really. and it's here right in front of you. Lee went deeper on one viewing than you and I, man. I know. You were just this too busy. This is why we invite the professionals on the podcast because we're just lusting after Efron. He's actually do not drag me down with that oh come on no I'm just lusting out to AJ it should have been Channing message me <laughs> this is not about Anthony Joshua also can we on. get him on um, what sort of films do you think he's into uh, good ones a uh, Rocky I don't know <laughs> um, anything else to say about this before we no, one more note it said when he's introduced to Jenny Lind they were like she sold out the opera in Paris and Scala Scarlet <laughs> <laughs> and King's Cross. Yes, like you said, that's what they said. I thought that was. <laughs> but Scarlet around there yeah. is it the same one. For one night only. <laughs> so, uh, it's time to write our conclusions for our essays. Just a reminder in case we forgot The Greatest Showman Biography of a Megalomaniac or Celebration of Individuality. Anyone want to give me their little pithy conclusion? Uh, it's not so pithy, but I'm going to say uh, biography of a megalomaniac, but packaged as a celebration of individuality. Oh, fine. Yeah, I completely agree. He's he's an absolute bastard. Um, he's not a nice guy. He's, he's doing it all bastard. for himself. And, you know, he's using these people. And, yeah, they are really nice people who just keep going along with his games and nonsense. See, I would say it's a bit of a conundrum because on the one hand, he is massively exploiting these people for personal gain, but without him, they wouldn't have a voice, they wouldn't have had a stage. I think also the film, in some ways, is... like The, the 
in inverted commas, freaks, don't, like, there's not much character development of Absolutely any of them none. apart from Zendaya. That she's the only one that is has there more even than character character she's not even a freak. How is she even a freak? She's not even... She, she can trapeze. And <laughs> that should be celebrated. There's no Then it all should be celebrated. That's the point. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, as in, like, the fat guy's like, ha, 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 I'm so fat. The yeah. woman that's really pale doesn't have a single line. They're also, like, unbelievable dancers. Oh. And they're just so good at being choreographed all in one go, even though they've never made the each other. The choreography is And they don't... Freaking... Like, look, some of them clearly would not be good dancers. Like, they didn't go to the sign-up thing and go, oh, you're, like, seven foot, or, like, eight foot, but, like, can you do... Okay, it? Like, now... can you can you dance? And he's like, oh, yeah, I can also just dance. I thought you were a musical fan, Lee, because surely, if you're going to talk about West Side Story, all right, not fine, everyone okay. in the gang would be an amazing dancer and able to... Do they tap dance in Tonight. West Side Story? They do it all. They do it all. <laughs> it's marvellous. Love it. I'll see <laughs> That's my... Story. It's not very easy to wrap things up in a pithy conclusion um, when there's three of you and you're all jacked up on sugar donuts. <laughs> More donuts! Yeah, I can't wait. I genuinely, are there any songs yeah, we haven't just touched take, just on? Just take control. Any songs we haven't touched on? From now on, what's waited till tomorrow? No, I think... What about... Um, the, I sang the Michelle Williams song. Yeah, hang on, Lee. No, the the one where he it's like after he's grown up into Hugh Jackman. Oh, 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 yeah. Come um, alive, it's called, I think. Come alive. No, we haven't done yeah, I've had And the world becomes no. a fantasy. No. And you're living with your eyes wide open. So come alive. What I was trying to say is we haven't done a million dreams. I hate Which one's that? Okay, so thank you. The one when they're like fast forwarding every night. That's actually quite good. The kid's got a ridiculous voice in that. I, I think, think of what the world will be. Oh, he's grown up. <laughs> I just think of Javert from yeah. this when he's yeah. like that. Five, four, three, six, nine. <laughs> from na 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 na, you know nothing of Javert. Before you say another oh, word, Javert. Before you treat me like a slave again, <laughs> listen to me. There's something I must do. Through four six oh one. <laughs> this was the podcast you should. Yes, have let's just do a lame this podcast. I'm <laughs> sweating. I am. I am with warning you, Javert. I said about being. I was born inside a jail. <laughs> now you're done. Oh wait, Jean Valjean is nothing, nothing now. I am warning <laughs> you, Javert. Um, Lizzie has left the studio. <laughs> Uh, thanks for listening. What do you think? Do you agree? Is it the greatest film ever? The greatest show ever made? Is it a load of rubbish? Perhaps leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Please do. Um, subscribe. Rate. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ASCC Podcast. Eleanor Lee, any final words? It's been lovely to be here. I, I've enjoyed it so much. Great. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.